Today on the podcast, we're going to be talking with Meredith on how to help curb those post-holiday pounds. Are you ready to do this, Meredith? I'm ready. All right, we'll see you guys on the inside. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us on the Senior Fitness Podcast with Meredith. We really, really appreciate having you here today. Uh, We've got a super fun topic to talk about, I think, that everybody deals with at some point, especially now during the holiday season. Uh, But before we jump into that, we just want to send out a friendly reminder to visit us on our website, www.seniorfitnesswithmeredith.com. We have all of our curated content there, including all of our workout videos, everything from top to bottom, A to Z. We have these podcasts as well as our mini motivational with Motivation with Meredith audio series, which is a mini podcast uh, to kind of just give you that extra motivation to get moving, get doing whatever it is that you want to accomplish in life. And um, while you're there, don't forget to check out our custom seven-day workout plan, which is a custom plan developed by Meredith for you, built around your specific needs and your goals. It's a seven-day repeating plan that you can follow along with and uh, help you achieve your fitness goals. And of course, last but not least, don't forget to sign up for that newsletter. You can do right on our website and get all of our latest content delivered to you once a week. So we love getting, we love having the opportunity to stay in touch with you all. So thanks for doing that. Um, Today's topic, we are headed into the holiday season here. um, And we wanted to dedicate a topic about how to help curb those post-holiday pounds. Uh, I think we all deal with that at some point. Meredith, what are the post-holiday pounds? (laughs) The post-holiday pounds, well, just what it sounds like, right? Um, After the holidays, of course, we always have so many wonderful meals and sweet treats around and extra beverages flowing, things like that. So a lot of times if we don't um, learn how to kind of limit ourselves and uh, take a step back every once in a while, especially for the ones baking or cooking, and we have all of the leftovers and things like that, um, it's easy to get a little carried away. And then, of course, you end up overeating and overindulging. So that's kind of what the post-holiday pounds is. But I'm going to say this, and I'm probably going to say it multiple times throughout this. It's okay, though, to have some fun during the holidays, especially now that maybe families get to get back together and enjoy one another. So we're not saying you need to not have um, some of those treats and some of those things. Uh, I think that's very important for us to do that. So I just want to make that clear. But yes, how to curb the post-holiday pounds, that's basically it in a nutshell. Right. We are definitely not saying that you cannot have fun. That is is definitely a a natural way to enjoy time with family and friends. Uh, Food is certainly a key factor in that. Um, But as far as when we, the holiday season is over, right? And we kind of have, we've done the Thanksgiving, we've done the Christmas and uh, we've had all the treats and all that stuff. Um, I think there, is it, is it an actual thing though? You know, it's true that we, may have put on a couple pounds or so. Do you, what kind of feedback have you gotten from the clients you've worked with post-holiday oh, post season? Yeah, definitely. I mean, you just have a tendency to eat things that you normally wouldn't eat, that you restrict yourself. And then a lot of times you get super busy, so your exercise goes by the wayside. You don't um, make time for it. So 
you're taking in extra calories without exerting and getting rid of those extra calories. Um, just normal. But uh, Thanksgiving, yeah, like I said, a lot of times people go, oh, I need to restrict what I eat. Well, it's one meal usually. But like I said, then if you have the leftovers, if you're the one who cooked and you didn't send everybody home with a bunch of leftovers, which my parents always did, so they wouldn't have any, um, then you tend to eat those. And again, they're foods that you don't normally have in your diet. So you're eating those for days and days. Um, and again, now we're going into another holiday season, whether it be Hanukkah, which eating a lot of food for 12 days straight, um, indulging in wonderful different meals that you wouldn't normally eat with family and friends. Christmas, if you celebrate Christmas and eating those wonderful meals, going to parties and all of that, again, saying like sweet treats, we have a tendency to limit ourselves from eating certain foods. But then again, the holidays come and we go, it's my chance to do it. So overindulging, eating way too much, um, try not to feel guilty when you do it, <laughs> know that you can get back on track. You brought up a good point in a sense of it's not that we eat more, it's that we also probably exercise less. Yes, um, that's a big part of it. What, what kind of drop-off have you seen with people that you worked with in your classes where maybe you were teaching classes and then like attendance drops off around mm. the November, December timeframe. Oh, it's huge. It's enormous because people, um, they'd get quote unquote busy. They don't have time for exercise anymore. A lot of people travel or they have family come into town and they don't want to take even half an hour or an hour out of their day to go exercise. They want to make sure they're there for their family the whole time, which is a wonderful thing. But a lot of time the family is also working out while they're there. Um, and knowing it's a great way to spend time is to bring family along, whether you're going to classes, if you have the ability to do that, um, going for walks together, uh, doing our YouTube videos, you know, with your loved ones that come, I've heard that happens as well. So trying to keep movement going. Um, but yes, mo most of the time in November, December, it goes down a quarter to a half, I would say in class size, which is amazing, but it's the norm. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's kind of the norm in, in all uh, health-related fitness yes. industries, I think. Things yes. kind of drop off around this time of year mm -hmm. and then magically mm -hmm. reappear Ooh. in January. Times 10, yeah. <laughs> it's always <laughs> crazy. Out of um, So what would you say if you were to, you know, if we were to just kind of look at the holidays themselves, say Thanksgiving and Christmas, which ones do you think, and everybody's different, obviously, mm -hmm. which, which holidays do you think, um, you know, cause us to put on the most pounds as far as was, is it Thanksgiving time? Mm -hmm. Is it Christmas time with all the holiday parties? Mm -hmm. What in your opinion and from your experience, have you seen does the most, I, I would say. I would say the entire holiday season. And we start it at Thanksgiving, whether or not you celebrate Thanksgiving, and we bring it through to New Year's Day, basically. Because um, again, we have a lot of people who celebrate, not don't celebrate Christmas, but they're around so many people who do. Um, they go to those holiday Christmas parties, even if they're celebrating Kwanzaa and uh, Hanukkah and all of that, but they're still going to those parties. So it brings it through that entire um, holiday season, I like to call it, until New Year's Day. That's pretty much how long it goes. And then, like you said, all of a sudden, this, you know, magical thing happens on 
January 1st of every single year, everybody decides, oh no, what did I just do for the last two months? Right. <laughs> and things want to change. Yeah, and I was going to bring up the uh, the fact, do you think that maybe the weather has something to do with it too? It gets colder out. Um, you know, people feel joyous. They feel thankful. <laughs> it's cold. They want to stay inside. Yeah, that's part of it. Maybe. For sure. Yeah. Especially if you live in a place that gets super cold and you can't get outside and it's not as easy, especially as we get older, to get outside. If you live live in an area where it's actually snowy, icy, things like that, it's not safe. So, um, yeah, that's part of it, I guess, as well. But I think it's more of the foods that happen to be around that we like to enjoy, which is not necessarily bad in moderation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so in a quick rundown of... Uh, the the kinds of foods that we come around during the holidays which ones do you think do the most damage <laughs> oh goodness yeah that's a tough one um there, i think it we have a tendency to eat more of the sweets and baked goods that normally we wouldn't indulge in we we save dessert for special occasions usually um not always i know that my grandparents had uh dessert every single day and were quite healthy people so um, but I, I think we have a tendency to kind of eat desserts and sweets and um, more alcoholic beverages than normal because you're going out more. You're going to more parties usually. So, um, yeah, it's like more of a sugar intake. But, you know, some people really love to uh, eat a bunch of mashed potatoes with a bunch of butter and gravy, and that might be their, their downfall, so to speak. And they can't wait for this season because they get to eat it a lot. So you never know. I guess it depends on what the person likes to eat and overindulge in. That just happens to be around this time of season. Yeah, a lot of sweets, uh, like you said, a lot of baked goods. Yes. Like a home baked goods. Oh, yeah. That's what we give as gifts. That's what, you know, we accept. And I love getting, you know. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-494-8310. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-494-8310. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-494-8310. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Different breads and cookies and how can I not eat them? (laughs) <laughs> they were gifts, right? Or I give them as gifts even, so. Yeah, yeah. And and if you are, you know, working or going to holiday parties or something like that, maybe there's holiday parties for everything, whether it's yes. an office, whether you live in a community. Right, um, exactly. People like to give uh, baked goods, out, mm-hmm. and, and those are all definitely um, times that are lots of fun. Yeah, but definitely cause you know us to maybe put <laughs> let down our guard a little bit more. Yes, I think um, that's the thing. Yeah. So let's jump into some of the uh, the tips that we can we can you know kind of maybe try out that'll help curb the uh, once we end once we get out of the holiday season. How do we make it less mm-hmm. of a harder landing? Right. When we realize, <laughs> wow, you know, we may have 
like stepped out of bounds on our, our eating and diet and, right. and exercising. What are some tips that we can mm-hmm. think about while we're going through the holiday season to help us help it not be such a mm. hard landing? All right. Well, I think as you're going through it, if you can try and plan out what you're doing. So if you're going to say it's Thanksgiving and you're going um, to someone's house and you know there's going to be a lot of food, think about portion control. Um, I know it's easy to get carried away at all of these different meals because the food tastes so good. It's foods that we don't normally eat, etc. But like we normally do with our meals, portion control, like take a little bit of each thing instead of overdoing it with each thing. Um, Also remember a lot of times we have a lot of dietary restrictions, especially as we age and for some reason those go by the wayside as well. Once we... uh, start going to all these different parties and not thinking about um, what we're actually eating, don't forget what your restrictions are for your health. Uh, Thinking long term, because say you don't normally eat, you're a diabetic, you're not allowed to eat a lot of sugar, and then you go and yeah, it's, it's hard not to, but think about the long term effects that it will have on you. You have high cholesterol, maybe not put that extra uh, slab of butter in your mashed potatoes and on your bread and all of that stuff. So thinking about portions, thinking about what restrictions you have, planning prior to going, what, um, how many drinks maybe you can have, drinking a glass of water in between so you stay hydrated, things like that. If there are a bunch of desserts, maybe even ask, and most likely a host or hostess of any party will say, definitely you can bring some home. Eat one and ask if you can make a plate of probably the other 10 others that are sitting out there. If you can bring some of those and then portion those out. If you usually do have a dessert every day, then look at that. You've got 10 desserts now you can eat for the next 10 days. (laughs) So um, ask if you can bring some of them home instead of eating all of them in one sitting and then not feeling well when we're done, right? (laughs) Um, Taking our time, that will help us with um, what, how much we're eating and how quickly we eat, slowing down a little bit, paying attention to um, our food choices and enjoying every single bite of our food and talking in between. If we're sitting there with family, a lot of times we have a tendency to just gobble it down and then go, I'm still, that tasted so good, I'm still hungry, I'm going back for more. Take your time. It's not a rush. It took so long to cook it, you know what? Take time to enjoy it. You can still go back for more. It's not going to (laughs) disappear. There's always going to be plenty. (laughs) Yeah, with all the food that comes out during the holidays, I mean, our tendency is to want to taste everything. Yes, which isn't a bad thing. But Mm -hmm. a spoonful of each thing is good. And then going back for seconds for that one thing that was like your super favorite. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not a bad thing. Um, what about the uh, the drinks, uh, whether they're alcoholic or even the sugary, you know, a lot of like hot chocolates or right. uh, eggnog. Oh, yep. boy, eggnog is one of them. Yeah, um, I forgot about that You one. know, what, what is, what's a good, a couple tips <laughs> to think about so we don't drink all the eggnog or, you right. know what I mean, like that kind of thing. Again, it's almost like food. Same thing with beverages. Um, if it's something that you know is high in calorie, high in fat, trying to, um, limit yourself and drinking that in moderation. If it's a high in alcohol type thing, which also can be high in calories and fat, um, try and have a glass of water in between each one. Again, so you're, you're pacing yourself thinking about the alcohol consumption, 
but calorie wise as well it will help because the water is going to fill you up and some of those drinks like eggnog hot chocolate baileys whatever the drinks that they make in the holidays covered in chocolate shavings i'm getting hungry but and thirsty um they uh they are very filling and you don't realize it if you're drinking one right after the other so you have the water in between the water helps fill you up and you don't want that type of drink as much anymore sometimes so yeah just kind of limiting moderation having that water in between um and if it is eggnog maybe one glass of eggnog then go to something that you know is a little bit lighter just get that taste of eggnog yeah that, exactly we only taste once a year so right most of the time yeah they do sell it year-round though <laughs> that's weird we well, i know we don't know that though season. yeah <laughs> um great tips on on dieting uh, i shouldn't say dieting but just right. eating sensibly uh yes. during the holiday let's flip it and talk about what about what are some tips to kind of stay active and, <laughs> and not fall off from a uh you know exercising standpoint right what are some great tips that we can think about as we go through these holidays these these months of november december even october right um that we can that, that'll keep us on track um trying to keep that schedule trying not to take it out of your schedule as hard as that might be on certain days and knowing it's okay if you do have to take a break um because something is going on that does take priority, of course, but really trying to keep that exercise scheduled. Whether it's going to a group fitness class that you normally have on your schedule, or if you do happen to travel, just going for a, a, a 10, 15, 20 minute walk, um, including family with it, if you are able to get together with family, stuff like that. But I think that's the main thing is it's very easy to, to totally change your day during the holidays, whether it be today is my shopping day, today is my baking day, today is my go to three parties day, um, today is my I have to do Christmas and holiday card day, things like that. We have a tendency to go, oh, I feel so overwhelmed with all the things I have to do. I, I don't have time to work out. Where the workout is actually going to help take a lot of that stress and anxiety away and make you feel better when you do go to do all of these tasks that you have to do. So really trying to keep it scheduled whenever that is in your day is going to be the best way. But also not beating yourself up if you're not able to get it in. Just get back on track as soon as you possibly can. Yeah, so it's better to, I mean, obviously we always preach and you always say, it's better to do something than nothing at all. Even right. if that something is maybe just a walk. Yes. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and even during the holidays, it's it's hard to even do that sometimes when you have family and all these right. people in town. Right. Um, but staying, you know, is, is it easier, is it better to do like simple cardio exercises during the holidays? Or should you kind of maybe just go ahead and go ahead and do your resistance and your cardio and your hit and your, you know mm -hmm. what I mean, all these different things? Or is it just better to just kind of maintain no, I think your regular schedule should be what you do. So if on, you know, Monday and Wednesday and Friday you used to do strength training, then keep up with that. That's going to be the easiest way for you to get back into it once everyone goes home, all the hoopla is done, and now we're into the new year. Um, you'll have kept that same momentum going. Now, maybe you were doing one hour long live streams uh, or any type of workout 
Scaling that back to maybe the 20 minute variety is perfectly fine, but keeping with what you're already doing is probably the best way. Yeah, and hopefully that you hopefully you are on a schedule of some sort. And if not, yes. it's just great to get um, get one going for yourself. Yes, it is um, as far as that goes. Uh, so now, kind of explain in your opinion why we have such a bounce back in January. Mm-hmm. Why is there such an influx of you know people embracing <laughs> fitness all the time? I mean, and this is this is definitely a pattern that occurs. <laughs> Um, we should give it a name, but it definitely happens. What, what, New what, Year's resolutions. Yeah, in your mind, like what causes this, you know? And, it, and then you know? On, on top of that, why does it taper off in the year? Um, that's, I think, the main reason because of New Year's resolutions. We all are gung-ho to get healthy and get on track and maybe lose weight or gain muscle or whatever it is. At every age, I see it, and that's what is amazing to me. Um, didn't think that there would be any effect on older generation, and there is. They still have those same resolutions. I want to lose weight. I want to get fit, whatever it is. So I think that's the main thing. New Year's comes around. We all want to change. We want to start a, uh, start new, start fresh, etc. Um, the reason it tapers off is because it's not easy. <laughs> it takes scheduling. Um, it hurts, especially if you haven't been doing it. Um, it's tiring. (laughs) Uh, your muscles get sore, your body gets tired. Uh, sometimes you get sick and you have to take time off and then you have to come back and you feel like you're starting from scratch again and it's frustrating and it's easy to go, I don't need to do this today. And that day becomes two, becomes a week, becomes a month, becomes all of a sudden the year is over. (laughs) So I think that's why unfortunately it tapers off probably mid-February to March time. It seems to just get slower and slower. And the weather gets nice, and then people want to go outside. And there's all kinds of excuses, right? (laughs) But, um, yeah, we all all want to be nice and healthy at the start of the new year, but then we realize it's not easy to be healthy. And it's frustrating, and it takes a lot of time. And it takes year after year after year, not just a couple months in the year. So that's the main reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely uh, actual reasons why that phenomenon happens. Um, so what are your final thoughts as we go into this holiday season uh, to kind of just, you know, tell people that motivate them to that this is possible. Right. Uh, you don't have to come out of the holiday season mm-hmm. feeling not so proud of how you feel, you know, weight-wise or whatever, right. or just health-wise overall. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what are your final thoughts on that? Um, try to keep exercising as much as possible, keeping that, that, uh, intentional movement every single day, if at all possible, um, make healthy choices where you can, uh, know that it's okay to overindulge every once in a while. It's, we don't get to do it a lot of our lives and we usually save it for these certain times of the year. So don't beat yourself up when you do get back on track the next day. Um, be okay with it. If you're traveling, make sure you rest after traveling. It takes a lot out of you, but get back into it. Um, once you feel settled and ready to go and stay hydrated, biggest thing, especially with traveling and drinking. (laughs) Some super good tips, uh, in this episode, hopefully you folks, this has kind of helped you motivate you to uh, look at the holiday season in a, maybe in a different way, Right. in a way that you can still have fun. You can still 
partake in a lot of the the joys of the holiday season and still maintain some uh you know your your schedule your pattern right. that keeps you healthy keeps you active so hopefully this helps you or someone you know who might be struggling with it as well we all go through it differently yes <laughs> so uh, thanks for joining us on this episode. Don't forget to visit us at www.seniorfitnesswithmeredith.com. Sign up for our newsletter. Get this podcast and all of our latest content delivered to your email inbox every week. And uh, until the next time, we'll see you. Bye-bye. Happy holidays. Hey everybody, Jared Sebesti, your host of Retire Repurposed. This podcast is dedicated to help people transition into fulfilling and purposeful retirements. Retirement is a big life change. In fact, the two most dangerous years of a person's life are the year they were born and the year they retire. Few people could just flip the switch from working a career 30 or 40 plus years retiring on Friday without methodical steps to living what we call a repurposed retirement. To listen now, search Retire Repurposed on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.